my name is Emma Bresky, and you're listening to an all-new podcast with Tomorrow Magazine. So I guess with today's episode, it's safe to say that you guys love fashion, am I right? Yes, yeah. yes, yes. <laughs> but I guess what I want to focus on today are the reasons why I guess we're in fashion to change it for a better future. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. I so I guess first off, introduce yourselves. <laughs> <laughs> Um, my name's Scott Croft. I'm like a presenter and a stylist. I like to just use the term creative, but I feel like that kind of makes me like sound lazy. No, I think way. it means you're like, you know, you, you dabble in all the spectrums of creativity. Yeah. Okay. Right? Well, I'm a creative. Yeah. The only thing I can't do is act, dance and take photos. But other than that, I'm happy to give it a go. <laughs> yeah, yeah I'll, I'll give it a try. But yeah, I'm a creative. And you, Pia? Yeah, my name's Pia. I'm a photographer slash furniture builder slash. um, No, it's just it's interesting that you were saying this because I counted it the other day and I and I said it to friends the other day as well. It's crazy. I I had sixteen different jobs in my life so far, and they've all come one after another a bit. I started somewhere with a medium and this medium just changed from one thing into the other and it just kept morphing basically, which effectively brought me where I am now. So I guess you can say I'm a self-taught fashion designer. Yeah, Pia's got a sick brand. You want to talk about your brand? Yeah, so um, yeah, I I mean, I'm I'm not even sure yet if it's a brand. Honestly, it's, it's interesting that we're talking about it that way because... I started it as a personal project for me. Before I went freelance again as a photographer, I had a full-time job as a prototyper for an innovation consultancy down here in central London, which is why I moved here. And our job was to basically make products more sustainable. So it's product design and through the time there, um, fashion just kept coming in as well. Um, We worked a lot with shoes and then also with garments and that's how I kind of gained those last bits of knowledge to get together the full set to to start something myself. So after I finished that, I went back to freelance photography because that's where I started effectively Mm -hmm. and um, that's my money job Uh, and it it was my money job. And um, yeah, and then I was just at some point, I was like, whoa, this is crazy, I've, I've gained knowledge in um i mean i can put together a website now because yeah. i've worked as a graphic designer but so loads of like practical skills exactly to actually benefit you in a yeah but way also well. to make sure that i can do it myself because it's it's a money question effectively as well mm. i don't need anyone to do what i'm doing currently and that's what made it possible i could yeah. do the whole project from beginning till the end myself yeah so yeah i make garments i upcycle them out of uh, fabrics and clothes that I find in charity shops. That's how I started. Um, I work a lot with curtains and I upcycle them. Yeah, I think I saw something about you made like these sick trousers from your grandma's My grandma's trousers, yeah. I need to see this. You you make clothes too, right? Not at that level. (laughs) Mine's more like DIY, like spray paint. But that's cool too. Yeah, altering it, making an individual. I'll add to it like like a blank. I did used to do like pattern cotton, um, like cotton so back way, 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 like in college. Yeah. But I just didn't have the patience. <laughs> but it all it all feeds into your yeah. work now, you know. Yeah, Effectively, yeah. you'll sooner or later use it more or less. But mm. the knowledge is there, and it, yeah, no. it will help your project grow as well. So. True. 
yeah, I think that that works for all of us. And the yeah, the project with my grandma was it was really random. I um I used these curtains that she used to have in her or bedroom, right, for a photo shoot first. They, they, I used them as a backdrop, basically, because it was this thing that I had so many memories for. And it just reminded me of my grandma because this was the thing that uh, that she had in her old house when we used yeah. to stay over. It was just, like, a real, like, emotional connection to this fabric, and I never knew what to do with it. And then once I started upcycling clothes, I, I was like... Actually, A and B is coming together now. Yeah. I know what to do with this now. So, yeah, I made uh, a pair of trousers, shorts, a gilet and a jumper out of it. And because I went to see my grandma to pick up the fabric and I, I was sewing it in my and parents' you, you bedroom. you shot her in it, didn't <laughs> yeah, you? Yeah, exactly, because yeah. my, my grandma lives with my parents. So <laughs> after I finished everything, I was like, look, I actually need you to like wear this now to... Grandma, can you be my yeah, model? Yeah, <laughs> But she, she bowled it, man. Yeah. I, was, yeah. I was so surprised. I, I pointed the camera at her and I was like, just like, try and relax, it's going to be fine. But she was going for it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah she looks do you, amazing. Do you find that, like, um, Scott, in the creative process with like your own projects do you because you you quite DIY with yeah, your things yeah. do you find like that kind of process is similar with you like you know you're just making use of mm. your surroundings yeah and... no definitely like it's more of a case of just like I guess it's the same I just see something and looking at it for so long you start to see it in a different way and you mm. can see what else it could be yeah. where you could take it and then you sit look at that assess your skill set see what you can do and um yeah how's your approach to sustainability as a stylist like is it something you think about yeah because like, it's like such a buzzword now no in the yeah 100 i think that a lot of brands are trying to be more um careful with it and, and want to focus on it which is too right because it's it's, just, it's the top leading form of pollution isn't it the fashion mm, industry i mean the fashion industry is definitely one of the biggest contributors yeah. absolutely yeah so it's just about i guess it's hard. It's a tough one, isn't it? Because it's quite overwhelming because we all love fashion. Mm. And we obviously, you know, there's all parts of fashion that could basically, we could reduce our impact majorly. It's just about making yeah. better choices, right? 100%. So how do we make better choices in this, in our like roles as in yeah. the fashion industry? Well, like, I what just, do you do? I just try and use more sustainable brands. So for example, there's a brand called Offend, which um, all of their stuff is 100% hemp based. Yeah. They don't, it's like no pollution. They brought, just brought out like a, I think it's an eight, nine part series just describing their product and where it comes from and the full process. Also like, I think Columbia, uh, there's a bunch of brands that just slip my head like it's hard. But um, yeah, I feel like it really needs to shift though into higher fashion because if I'm doing mm -hmm. like a proper editorial shoot, it's really hard to... Yeah. Like Balenciaga, they don't they don't care about the planet. It's yeah, Balenciaga, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean. Do you find that kind of that's a challenge with your work as a stylist? Because I know, like my work as a model, mm. sometimes I have people being like, "Oh, you know, you're like passionate about like saving the planet, but then why are you modeling for this?" And then it's kind of like, obviously, I don't buy from Fashion's this brand, but I gotta yeah. make. I gotta make the dosh, man. Exactly, it's hard. Make some cash. <laughs> You've got to be. How can we save the world if we broke? <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Like, but it's a lesser of two evils. Sometimes you have to bite the bullet because if I, I'm booked for a job, I need to style it. If I can't get fully sustainable clothes for that shoot, I need to find something. But I guess it's the more and more if people try and push that product and Don't use let it. Perfect. Get in the way of doing like good things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think the more them and more people talk about it and the more brands step up, then it would be easy. And then you'll have that choice. And the yeah. second you have that choice, 
Everyone's I guess it's because there's no yeah. such thing as 100% sustainable because, I mm. mean... There isn't yet. I think I think it's it's important to to take this in s- small steps, yeah. like yeah. baby steps, really, because it gets really overwhelming really quickly and then you question what you're doing, basically, yeah. all the time because, yeah, I totally get what you're saying. We have to earn our money, but at the same time, we care deeply about something and yeah. want to make a change and it's really easy to get caught up in this For and sure. just... Yeah, just get overwhelmed by it. But I do think that the demand for more sustainable fashion and yeah, other aspects as well is there and it is constantly growing. And that puts pressure on bigger brands. Yeah. So, I mean, mm. yeah, I know they're maybe not caring that much right now because it's not an existential yeah. problem for them mm. at the moment. But the more we demand it, the more they exactly. will have to follow. Well, mm, I've been course. turning down jobs be- like with my modeling career. Oh, really? And it's been quite... Because I obviously have certain values that this year when I like set my goals this year, I was like, okay, I want to work with brands that are on the same level as Mm. me as much as possible. Obviously, if like a big money job comes in, it's going to be hard to turn down, right? But as long as like I engage in conversation with the client about sustainability, then I know at least I'm playing some sort of part in the industry of just actually trying to shift people's perspective on it. Yeah, yeah, and so, then imagine like five more are doing the same thing after yeah. you. If the same client yeah, gets five, yeah. five rejections because of the same reason, yeah. it, it will snowball effectively. And yeah, that's that's what we have to work on, you know? I think it's yeah, just st- sticking by your values and just mm. bit by bit trying to like, Absolutely. you know, live by them and uh, the best way and at least make the conscious effort. Um, I think with brands now, they just, it's transparency is key. Mm. Like they just need to be honest and transparent yeah. about like where they're heading in terms Absolutely. of like their brighter future and sustainability. Mm. I, I think guess. it's good as well because like, I feel like the creative scene in London and like the world are at a point now where we're starting to say what we want instead of just taking stuff from yeah. Yeah. brands and companies and etc. <laughs> And I think that's really good because if we're doing that now in 10 years time, we, you know, the people before us might have complete control, you know, and hopefully that's a more sustainable world. Like, you know what I mean? Like people that are growing up with this culture now will be a lot more invested in it. And like and we're invested in it. people have to work with But yeah, these, yeah, exactly. Yeah. They And they won't know any different. And I think that's the world. That would be an ideal world. Yeah, I think the mm. more, because I feel like a lot of us, yeah, we do, like we speak our truths and we, we talk more openly in discussion about, yeah. you know, topics mm. like these. And the fact that more younger generations are getting involved with speaking up instead of being told what to think or what to do. They're like, actually, no, like, I think this. Mm, Let's discuss it. I also (laughs) think that our generation is willing to sacrifice comfort. And I think that's that's a massive part for it. I know we're... We're fortunate enough to live in the time that we live now, but it's interesting to see that we're we're happy to go out of our own way. That there is a very comfortable way for us that we could just go that has been paved for us there, yeah. but we're questioning that path, and that's really amazing. Yeah. And I think uh, the more people do that, the more change we will actually achieve yeah. effectively. So, what are some small ways um, that you do to sort of like like if say the people listening right now were like, okay, I want to get into upcycling and making my own clothes or DIY. Like, what's the best advice to give people that want to start maybe dabbling in that? Well, I'll give you the beginner's course and then you can do the expert (laughs) version. Um, (laughs) So for me, it's just a case of like, if you have clothes that you don't want, don't bin them, give them to charity, give them to people, friends, you know, share it. 
if it's something that you can't bear to get rid of, then think of how you can make that reuse it yeah like, elevate it yeah exactly like your your style is ever changing but that doesn't mean that your clothes can't ever change like if you have a white hoodie and you're not quite into minimalism anymore get get out fabric spray paint and i don't know spray a bunny on the back you know what i mean like, is that is that also another challenge for you because as a stylist and a creative mm. like you know fashion person do you find <laughs> yeah. it hard keeping like using because you use a lot of the same clothes but yeah. how do you keep your looks fresh like that's quite a challenge in, oh, yeah, in, a, in an industry that's constantly like being driven by like trends yeah i think it is it's hard because i just like i love clothes but at the same time like like you said the more you see something the less interested you are in it but then it's like it's important not to be like oh i don't care about it anymore yeah. you need to just think like it sounds weird but like think of it like a pet you're not going to just get bored of your pet and yeah, throw it away. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Like you find a new way of loving it or like, well, to be honest, you don't need to find a new way <laughs> yeah, of loving it. Yeah, I'm going to spray pet. paint my dog yeah, yeah. when I'm like, I'm so bored yeah, of you Yeah, it's right like now. you need a dinosaur tail, you know, some wings. <laughs> yeah. But no, I think it's just about owning up to who you are and how you're changing and then incorporate that into your garments. Yeah. And Expand sometimes, your yeah, mind, your imagination. Sometimes it's as easy as just cutting the sleeves off. Like yeah. it's just just thinking about how you can approach it in a different way. And then if it doesn't work, then you've learned something from that. I was just going to say, also like, just have fun with it. Yeah, well, exactly. In, in what you're doing. This is just like, it can go right, it can mm. go wrong, but if it goes wrong, just, just at take least, it. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. At least you've learned something from it. This, yeah. is, this is process. Yeah, this is, exactly. This is really important. Do you find sometimes when you're like creating a new garment or revamping old stuff and it goes wrong, do you still, do you end up loving it anyways? I think I prefer those ones. Yeah. Like when I was doing my tie-dye hoodies, I the first ever one I did was a practice one and I was just really playing around with it. And then it turned out to be like my favorite one that I did because I feel like the more I started to do it, the more I was thinking about how I was doing it and something like tie-dye, it, the beauty of the unknown is like you don't know how it's going to end up. Don't once. overthink it. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's just like you know what the I best ones that. that I had were ones that were literally just like throwing at the wall, yeah. throwing stuff on them, not articulating where I'm putting it the must dye. Be a really good stress reliever. As it well. was. You see my bathroom. It's <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't look healthy. Um, but yeah, no. I feel I feel like it's good to be playful. I think that's the best thing. Be playful with your clothes, like. There is so many ways to wear one T-shirt. Yeah. You'd be surprised. And there's so many things you can do to turn that T-shirt no into stress. anything else. <laughs> no need to stress. Yeah. <laughs> I totally agree with yeah. that. I think I approached a thing a little bit different to you. It's interesting to hear that I don't care about having mm. different clothes that yeah. much. I wear the same thing literally like for yeah. weeks. So I, I really don't care. And I think that's just how I approach it. Mm. That's what another way of approaching it. I... I do believe that there is something in just slowing down this whole process of consumerism. Mm. Buy less, buy better. There's no harm in wearing the same thing mm. over and over again. And that's that's how, how I deal with it, I think. And there are brands that I think give out the same message that I do. And I admire that. Mm. I think that's that's interesting because especially when you talk on a bigger scale, as much as you don't want to say it, but it, it's driven by consumerism, you know. Yeah, it's every, consumption culture that's absolutely. like pretty much driving every, this and this every brand idea of ownership on as well. Absolutely. And, you know, you can't exist as a brand if you don't sell effectively, as bad as this sounds. So yeah. the question is, how can you change that? And I do really think that 
one way of going about this is to just buy less and buy better quality, which mm. might have a higher price, but then you can just really... We have to change people's per- perception on... Um, on sh- like how to buy things yeah Absolutely. because obviously yeah. with like the way societies run because also i was thinking you know like fast fashion i don't buy fast fashion Neither do I. but i was thinking mm-hmm. fast fashion the, the if there's a positive side to fast fashion fast fashion and allowed fashion to become accessible yeah, right absolutely. that's where yeah. it all came from so it created some sort of fashion fashion equality right yep. to the masses of people that couldn't access certain styles or whatever or couldn't afford certain things so there's that positive side to think but it's like you said it's consumption that's the problem so if every brand no matter what they were was trying to just reduce their production into being more quality rather than quantity then mm-hmm. it could probably help like reduce our impact immediately but it's like it's hard to sort of tell people stop shopping especially if they're addicted to it (laughs) so that's why it's important for people like us or or brands that have an influence to just sort of change find solutions to help reduce that yeah because like with the adidas thing that i did they were saying if you're gonna buy loads of fresh new sneakers at least find a way to keep the whole system in play keep fashion Mm. circular so if you want if you're done with your white shoes and you need to buy brand new white shoes then we have to find a way to sort of put it back into the system where like they can just clean it up alter it yeah i I think that's really interesting they say that because it's also you know you're talking about fast fashion and things that you buy for more money in fact i'm not saying like Balenciaga or like mm. that you don't have to go that far yeah, yeah. Um, but just a bit better quality yeah, with exactly. a higher price yeah. and having those two next to each other it's really interesting to see how disposable you, you don't value it either then you no. know people that buy fast fashion they don't value what they buy because it doesn't have a price for them either yeah. it's it's cheap it's just dispensable I totally get what you're saying and it's it's a hard one because how do we how do we try to get the whole world to basically see but I think it's happening, you know, because I see people around me are willing to buy a bit m- more pricey product because of the thought behind it that they can actually resell them again. Yeah. So there's yeah. this whole, I mean, Depop it exists know. of this. Yeah. And are I you think both on Depop? Amazing. Yeah. I'm not actually, no, no but I mean, I, I wear my things till like yeah, yeah, <laughs> I exactly. used them for filling yeah. something else. I don't know. Um, but no, I, I think this principle is amazing, effectively, because... You spend a bit more money, yeah, but it's it's the same as with an iPhone. People value it more because mm. it's, it's more expensive. It it's an exp- yeah, and it doesn't lose its value. If you buy these Adidas sneakers, yeah, you buy them, and then you're like, yeah, great, I'm gonna wear them. But I also know that once I'm done wearing them, I can still get money for them yeah, exactly. on Depop. Exactly. It's not gonna happen with fast fashion, and I think that's a thing that encourages people to go for something more valuable. And then once we 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 make the more valuable things more sustainable. We're actually on a pretty good way. That yeah, yeah we're going. I do think that, like, especially within our generation, for sure, it's like we're sort of paving the way, I guess. To... 100%. I mean, with me, with my own platform, I try to just talk about, I just try to talk about it with everybody and, like, discuss yeah. everyone's point of view because that's just how I am. I'm quite mm-hmm. a, like, I like to think, Obviously, I have my own opinions, but I value other people. I want to know what how other people process yeah. things. And also, that will add to your opinion. Exactly. You know what I mean, some people will surprise you with little bits of knowledge that you don't know. Yeah. Yeah. And especially with like activism as well, it's kind of easy to be like a, someone that tells you how to be. Do you know what I mean? Like it's easy yeah. to be preachy, 
And I found like, because through my social media, obviously I get loads of people messaging me back be like no it's like this and it's like that or no that's a really what you're good saying. English accent <laughs> do you know what I mean no yeah 100% I think so then I feel like you. I usually say to them like oh I'm sorry you feel this way let's discuss why yeah. why you're so upset with me and, and my approach to things and then it's just interesting to see how other people see yeah. things because I feel like with progress we need to understand every individual's point of view Absolutely. in order to have a discussion and move forward in it right because I think it's great that you wear your clothes like four weeks in a row, but then it's hard. It might, the, I do the next, yeah, 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 I'm sure you could. <laughs> <laughs> but then, like, for someone else, say, who grew up differently to us, who maybe is of a different class or whatever, and they're like, no, I couldn't possibly do that. No, absolutely. So, how do we find that's why in it's between. about solutions, right? Yeah. I guess as a designer, this is something you think about all the time because, like, how do you, how do you make your stuff? Do you make it to order or? At this moment, I do, yeah, absolutely, because it's it's, it's really small runs that I'm yeah. doing anyways, and when I'm upcycling fabrics, there's there's maybe enough fabric that I find that I can do maybe one, two, three pairs of trousers out of, and then that that's it again. So yeah, yeah no, definitely made to order at the moment. You should check her stuff out. Scott. No, I literally, I'm, I'm, I've been hearing a lot of good stuff. Like <laughs> I've you. still got the curtain trousers in my head. They I'll sound show you amazing. <laughs> I'm, I bought so much stuff from you. <laughs> so that's, really? that, that's my consumption. See, that's out that's the a window. bad sign because I'm trying I to love save money. You as well. <laughs> yeah. But I like buy. So for me, I don't buy fast fashion. I don't really buy a lot of clothes but when i see some uh, someone like local doing mm. something great i like supporting yeah i like supporting that and also because mm. it's you make it all yourself <laughs> yeah. am i right or do you actually have like a full-blown factory somewhere down below oh, <laughs> like my little north london sweatshop no absolutely not no it's, it's me doing it myself but um yeah i mean it, it comes with it it's good and it's bad sides you yeah. know like i can't supply for as many people as shop as Primark for example yeah, you know yeah, because exactly. it's just me but that's it's, not that's not your that's not what you're about anyways. no but I think I I do my thing and it, it is what it is at the moment and I think or I'd, I'd like to think that it sends out a message more than anything I don't I don't desperately want people to like mm. buy my things I, mm. I want them to listen to my story That's I want them yeah. to see that like the curtain trousers it's like I did it because I, I couldn't afford fabric mm. it's just like it, it, it came out of not desperation I wanted Maximizing to do something what you already had exactly I yeah. was just I was just playing around with something that I already had and I made it into something new that other people got really stoked about and yeah. I, if people see that in my work I'm actually already winning like Buying my clothes is like a whole different. Like, you're story, provoking thought, and you're provoking people hopefully. to change. Yeah, like, yeah. and you're sharing your story. Yeah, I, and I, I hope that the... it like inspires other people to. I mean, they have maybe thoughts of themselves in a different direction, but hopefully, it will just encourage other people to follow track and just be like, "Yeah, I can do this. I don't need anyone else to to start an idea." And mm -hmm. yeah, I hope that I can actually encourage that at the moment. Well, I think you guys definitely mm -hmm. are. In your own in your own ways. Sorry, I just had a thought of like loads of people just ripping up their curtains and making their clothes now. <laughs> yeah. After this, like, Honestly, yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. fine with me. <laughs> no, I hope it happens. I Do you think you're gonna to try? Are you gonna try dabble in that now? I might have to give it a go. Are you feeling inspired? Yeah, maybe. Not with <laughs> curtains, though. I think I'll start small. So, Absolutely like, fine. My mate, he's a pattern car, and he told me what I need to do if I want to get back into it is just um, 
cut up your old clothes. That's actually another good way of being sustainable, I guess. If you want to learn pattern cutting and how to sew, yeah. you have a T-shirt that you don't like, but you like the silhouette of, cut it into pieces, cut it into the shapes, pencil over it, and then you've got yourself a pattern yeah. that you can then make, you know? So, like, take it apart to know how to yeah, put it so together. Yeah, so just take it apart at the seams and then find each individual segment. You can pattern cut that. It won't be completely accurate, but as a starting point, it's a good way of getting your layer around the land. Yeah. I think you can even go smaller than that, you know? I, I went to Camp VC this year, which was amazing. It's a motorcycle event in, in yeah, Wales for girls. Yeah. And okay. it, it was really interesting because um, they asked me to do a workshop and they asked me what I wanted to do. And I said, all I want to do is just show some people how how simple it is to sew with a needle. Mm. So really basic repairs, actually. Mm. And okay. I did this workshop with these girls that have never picked up a needle in their life. Yeah. And um, yeah, just by like showing them a few <coughs> stitches of how you can actually safe clothes mm. that you already have yeah they they love that they couldn't believe how simple it is to get into this and i'm like yeah okay I'm, i i make clothes out of curtains or whatever but it doesn't really matter to me if 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 it if it helps other people to fix up some clothes even if, it's, if there was a lot of fast fashion mm. things there that they brought i encourage people to bring pieces that were already yeah. broken so I can like show them how to like fix it or maybe put a patch on it same as yeah. you doing basically like altering it a bit so you give it a new lease of life basically yeah. which is effectively what I'm doing with the curtains on a different scale but yeah. it's the same story and yeah and and these girls love it and they they went home with a new skill effectively that yeah it, it just hopefully helps them to give longer life to something they already have yeah. and it, once they start amending it and they can keep going they can keep going yeah, yeah. then they can t- totally it's do kind what of you like a mentioned. superpower because i i i feel like you know diy is something that everyone should be able to like it's a skill that mm. everyone needs to sort of have and i don't have that like i don't even know how to use a drill damn it so i like need to like like it's mm. it's a superpower i think to be able yeah. to build things or fix things and but have definitely. that it, it's actually just until you start mm. uh, until you start looking into it or somebody just shows you how it works it's this thing that you think is super complicated like like making clothes the first time somebody told me oh we're gonna make like a jacket at work i was like I was I was scared. I was like, yeah. oh my god, this is like some kind of magic workout or whatever. But it's only until someone explains to you the basic steps of it that you're like, oh actually this is there's no magic yeah. at all. This yeah. is this is really straightforward and then it's just down to practice to yeah. actually like just like it. learn your craft. Absolutely. And it's yeah, if you can encourage people to learn a new skill or like, have the willingness to. Yeah, then you're actually already winning, I think. Yeah. And it's good because it sets them on the path, like you're saying. Like you never know, some of them girls that you taught how to fix their clothes could be starting their own brands by now. You know, yeah, like, yeah absolutely. Once you put that one little yeah. that plant spark, that seed, yeah, 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 yeah definitely. <laughs> Honestly, and and it was um it was very interesting because I mean it was a motorbike event and these girls are wearing jackets that are really hard wearing and they have a high price and th- for them. This means that they don't have to waste this product. They, yeah. they, they fell on their bike or whatever. There was like a few people that had like ripped. So arms they really, and like really these. valued their biking gear. Yeah. They valued like, it, but now they can also make it yeah. last longer. And I was mm. like, this is this is already two really 
important bits of information coming together here. Yeah. And that was great. So I hope that mm. helped them. And it's good as well, because I'm assuming all of these jackets were like heavy leather. Oh, yeah. Abs- and that's uh, what I mean. Yeah. And like, that's probably one of the worst to just discard and throw away. So the fact yeah. that that's getting more yeah. use is is a great thing. Yeah, there was like, yeah, just like a lot of like hard wearing fabrics that would definitely go yeah, into yeah. landfill. Uh, yeah, for sure. Exactly. That's it. I guess like, one other thing we can talk about is the idea. So like, you're a sustainable brand or kind of, your yeah. project is all it's it, it's yeah. basically revolving it's around I, yeah. I think there's more sustainability that, there's obviously always more that you can do yeah. um on the scale that i'm working at the moment i'm trying to be as sustainable as mm-hmm. i can be i have other plans for the future but, yeah um yeah working on it so what are your ideas on like brands making the effort to be sustainable and coming across or are brands just coming across as greenwashing like do you know greenwashing yeah yeah, i think it's a delicate subject i think you really just gotta don't disregard them at first just kind of watch as they continue with it it, you know because it's like depends how far they're willing to go is it like are they just going to put it we're sustainable on their website or Mm -hmm. are they going to do like offensive done and brought out like a nine-part series documentary that fully showcases their product and their ethos because i think it's more about yeah it's just how they put it across and the personality of the brand yeah um I mean, I, I get it firsthand. It's like people see what I do, upcycling fabrics, and everyone's raving about mm. it apart from me because they're like, oh, it's great. We're reusing these fabrics. They don't go into landfill. And I actually don't think it's that sustainable. I, I don't think upcycling is the answer to our problem effectively. Mm. It's not what, what I want to do forever no. because what, what it means is going to happen is that bad fabrics, bad quality fabrics, um, bad fibres, bad materials in general will continue being made and then there's dead stock there that people like me are currently using to to make something out of. Um, And people rave about it, but I don't think actually that that is that sustainable. What is sustainable is to rethink the materials we're using in the first place. Mm. So I think upcycling, yeah, great. We have like a a lot of fabric in dead stock and I've been invited by a few fabric manufacturers by now that they were like yeah come in a warehouse just take take it all because (laughs) it's just sitting there and it's gonna get burned and I get there and it's it's warehouses full of material and I'm like I'm standing there I'm just like what I I mean what you're doing is great (laughs) what you're both doing is great and you guys should be really like it's a start I think it's a start but I mean I know definitely for myself that I can do much more than than what I'm doing currently and it's a work in progress and yeah I mean it it raises awareness and then we can work on the next step of it to actually manufacture fabrics hopefully that are completely plastic free yeah Mm. is something that I would love to see in the future and that would definitely like encourage to be worked on there's like a lot of material research basically that has to happen in the future Mm. and I think that's that's where it has to go. Let the science do yeah. its thing. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so what's what's some last bit of like best bit of advice you could give people that are starting out in the, the fashion sustainable things? <laughs> <laughs> I think one message for brands, I don't think they'd ever do it though, but I think all big brands should do made to order. So they sure. don't, you know, make thousands of T shirts to end up in landfill. You know what mm. I mean? Like it's like if you want this, you have to wait a little bit longer but it's for a good cause. Mm. Also as well, mid um, collections. So instead of having spring, summer, winter, autumn, some brands, high fashion brands have mid summer, yeah, like, like that. spring, um, summer, like 
And I think that needs to stop because that's just excessive. You know mm. what I mean? Like calling out Balenciaga again, they're notorious for that. But it's like these brands, are they, it gets to a point like, what, do they really need this money now? Like, and, and then I'm, I'm going to stop before I go on a, a run. <laughs> okay, yeah, 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 just more, yeah. But I think in terms of advice for people to be more sustainable, I think just stay true to yourself. And if you respect something, just stick to it. Like if you have a product, if you have clothes that you don't like, don't lose love for them. Think about how you could incorporate that to how you are now. You know, it might be as simple as just putting your name on the back. Like I think the, the simple, simpler the idea, the better, yeah. because you're more free with it. And then you can develop it in the in the long run. It's a journey. Yeah. Sustainability is a journey, and everyone should just try to make those commitments and do the best they can. I yeah. guess you know. Yeah. What about you, Pierre? I reckon yeah, it's pretty similar. I think start small. Like that, you don't need much to get started. Mm. And I, I hope that people get that from yeah. what we've just been saying. Like a needle and thread is like Absolutely. five pounds, and you you just you find things. Yeah, yeah. like you don't mostly. have to fly to like South America Absolutely and plant trees. Not. <laughs> you don't even have to go to a shop most of the time. Yeah. Honestly, you'll find things lying around in the in charity shops, maybe or whatever. I mean, I I've, I've picked up bags on the street that are just remade into jackets. It's like. Mm. It, it doesn't need much. Um, it's just, yeah, just trying Willingness things out. Willingness to do it. Yeah, no, just trying it out. Just not being afraid of actually giving it a go. And then, yeah, just, just seeing where it takes you. I think that's a great thing, actually. I think I'm going to set a little challenge for anyone listening to this. I think you should go around your house and just find as much random stuff as you can and make it into something. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. I think we should all do that. Yeah, I'm sure you never know. Your mum might have some gnarly box of like pug patches. <laughs> like they could be like like loads Wavy of buttons. spare denim. Absolutely. You never know. Like you know, your dad's old tuxedo. Like yeah, go in the attic or a yeah. basement, whichever one you have. <laughs> yeah, go no, full honestly, Victorian. Yeah, it, it, yeah. It doesn't mm. need much to get started. It's just got to have fun. It's just a it, spark. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I think the way that's, that's, the way you said it there is the best way of doing it just have fun with it don't think of it as a chore like if you're thinking of it as a chore don't bother you know what i mean don't don't waste your energy like it's fun it's creative it's yeah. an outlet you know remember when you was at school and you used to color in stuff yeah it's kind of like that but for adults yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. absolutely oh you guys have been awesome and and i really appreciate you guys coming and chatting shit with me <laughs> yeah right, thanks for having us where can now. we so if people are listening where can they find you where can you find me? I don't know. You can find me What's anywhere. What's your handle on Instagram? My Instagram handle is Crusco underscore. People always ask me why. They think it's because of the emperor's new clothes. <laughs> it's not. It's my school login when I was at school. But yeah, <laughs> Crusco underscore if you want to find me. To be honest, I'm not that active on Instagram Oh, right and now. you got YouTube. I have a YouTube too. Um, <laughs> I'm not that active on that either. <laughs> it's like winter. Whenever winter comes, I have this weird hibernation period. Yeah. Um, but yeah. If you want to see me working? sleep, <laughs> then yeah. Crisco those. underscore yeah. undergrams and UPO. Yeah, mine's Lutra.co on Instagram. Same for the website. Yeah, you can see my grandma in her curtain trousers. Yes. I need to see that. Sweet. Thanks, guys. No, You've been thank awesome. You, no worries. Thank you very much. <laughs>